Jackson Cloud. I'm looking at that camera. And I'm Jamin. And I'm Casey, and I'm looking at the correct camera, I think. And I'm Olivia, and I'm looking at that camera. And if you're listening on the podcast, none of this makes any sense. Um, We're moving through the story of Jacob, Esau, and their parents, Isaac and Rebecca. In the last few episodes, we've painted some caricatures of... Caricatures. Is that what I said? No. I think that's what I said. I think it's what you meant. <laughs> All right. You sound like my wife right now, always correcting the weird words that I... I actually think he said car- caricatures. No, so. he said caricatures. What? Oh, uh, okay. That could be it. I guess we'll have to rewatch this and find out. Um, and looking at our... Uh, now I don't even know what the right word is, so thanks Caricature. for Caricature. <laughs> looking at those things... We're going to do that right now with uh, uh, a story that uh, we're all probably more familiar with in Genesis. We've already seen uh, deception with Jacob and Esau. How? Uh, the red, red, red stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. In our episode on the red, give me the red, red stuff, Esau's red, red stuff, he is so hungry. He sells his birthright to Jacob for a for bowl a of lentil soup. For a bowl of beans. <laughs> and uh, so the original Esau and the bean stuff. Yes. And in this particular episode, we're now going to see what feels like deception on every part of every family member. Oh boy. <laughs> All working together. In their soap opera of a story to try to trick each other. Like so a genuine sitcom. Yeah, that's that's actually yeah, this this would make a good sitcom episode. I don't think it's painted in too much humor, but I could hear a laugh track going if you really acted it out with the right actors. So we're gonna read through Genesis twenty seven, which is a lot to read through, but like Finally, the Bible's giving us some fun narrative to read. It's not just like... Hang on, I just need to point out that you said we're going to read through Genesis 27 and you looked at it and Casey yawned instead of me. He did. I did see that. But I didn't. Hey, good job. Well, I've been thinking... Do you want me to pat you on the back for this? Good job not yawning at the Bible today, Olivia. You have a lot of verses to continue that with. I'm going <laughs> to put on my audiobook voice right now and try to narrate this story for you with character interactions. I want you to stop me along the way just to like, if you feel like there's something you should draw attention to or whatever, feel free to stop me. Okay. I might stop myself a lot too. I, I don't know. Like that time he told us to stop him every time there was a repetition and he stopped after every word. I waiting paused for us. waiting for you to draw attention <laughs> to it. Yes. Just like that. When Isaac was old and his eyes were dim so that he could not see, he called Esau, his older son, and said to him, My son! And he answered, Here I am, he said. Behold, I am old. I do not know the day of my death. Now then, take your weapons, your quiver and your bow. And my axe. And my axe. And go out to the field and hunt game for me. And prepare for me delicious food such as I love. And bring it to me, 
so that I may eat. Now, this is important because Esau was Isaac's favorite because he made him lots of meat. Lots, yep. He loved his game. That my soul may bless you before I die. And so, as Olivia has pointed out, family dynamics, you're not supposed to have favorites, we say. The Bible's very clear. (laughs) Esau was Jacob's favorite. As Olivia said, I won't mansplain it. Um, No. Esau was Isaac's favorite. What did I say? (laughs) Thanks. Thank you. Esau (laughs) was Isaac's favorite. Who did he say it was? Jacob's. Oh, yeah. That would be bad. (laughs) And, uh... Well, um, he probably was his favorite brother. He was his only brother, Casey. He just loved me, okay? Jacob really... Nope. Isaac Isaac. really loved me. (laughs) And so, uh, that made his son one of his favorites since he loved to hunt me. Uh, do you see any deception going on here at all yet? Is... Is... Isaac pretending to die to get a good meal. I've read at least one commentary that wonders that very thing. Well, okay. (laughs) I just put it all together, what you said. To get a good meal, I don't think he's lying to get a good meal. But there's other times in Genesis where dad's about to die and the family Mm -hmm. blessing needs to be bestowed. You know what they do when that happens? You call all the children together, and you give them all pieces of a blessing. Now, he only called Esau together, his favorite. Ooh. Yeah. And on top of that, he he said, I do not know the day of my death. (laughs) Which makes us wonder... Bro, are you faking this right now? Like, are you pretending that, like, you might die this moment so that, like... I think like... he's just being very extra dramatic because he's hungry. Oh, he's just still going the hangry route. I, I, I would still agree with that. Well, I... Uh, I talk from maybe. experience. <laughs> <laughs> I have faked my own death once or twice for a good meal. Uh, yeah, well, okay, that wasn't... Maybe... I mean, he truly does love his food to the point that he is deceiving Jacob. <laughs> deceiving Jacob or Esau? No, I mean, Jacob's not there, so, like, he's... He didn't call for Jacob, so he's trying to hide this interaction from Jacob by not okay. calling him. Okay, that's where that comes Which, from. who was supposed to get the birthright? Technically, Esau. Jacob, because well, Esau sold it to Jacob. Right, yeah. Now, maybe, maybe a birthright and, like, your death blessing could be, like, two different things. Maybe. But, like, he's well, got to know. He's got to know that Jacob won the birthright or whatever, you know? Well, I think, wouldn't birthright normally be, like, in the will who gets the majority stake? Today. Right. But, in t- like, in today's term, that would be majority stake. It seems yeah. like the will in ancient time, though, was this, I'm going to die, call you all together, and deposit into you what you each get. So, is that the birthright also? Like, is that the moment where you also say the birthright? I don't know. If it is, then then Isaac is just completely ignoring the fact that Jacob is supposed to get the birthright... And giving it to Esau anyways. So maybe they're two different things. The blessing and the birthright. Or maybe it's the same and he's just ignoring it. 
But either way, whether he wants a good meal or or um, maybe he's not about to die and he just wants to make sure that, okay, where's Jacob? He's gone. All right, Esau, come here. I don't know. I might die today in a few years. Who knows? <laughs> Let's go ahead and do this now while no one's looking. You know, so like that's that's kind of how it feels like it's establishing itself. Like there's already deception going on. Uh, and the hope for a, a good meal. All right, I'll continue. Now, Rebekah was listening when Isaac spoke to his son Esau. So when Esau went to the field to hunt for game and bring it, Rebekah said to her son Jacob, I heard your father speak to your brother Esau. Bring me game and prepare me. I can't do this voice. I'm sorry. Do you yeah. want to do the girl's voice? <laughs> okay, where are we at? <laughs> right there. <clears throat> Bring me game and prepare for me delicious food that I may eat it and bless you before the Lord before I die. Now therefore, oh no, it's still going. <laughs> oh, now therefore, my son, obey my voice as I command you. Go to the flock and bring me two good young goats so that I may prepare them, so that I may prepare from them delicious food for your father such as he loves. And you shall bring it to your father to eat so that he may bless you before he dies. But Jacob said to Rebekah, his mother, Behold, my brother Esau is a hairy man, and almost smooth man. Perhaps my father will feel me. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and I shall seem to be mocking him and bring a curse upon myself and not a blessing. His mother said to him, Let your curse be on me, my son. Only obey my voice and go bring them to me all right pause this is like maybe the only time in the whole old testament where a female is using this hebrew word that's used for commanding someone so like this is mother power right here she's taking like the full force of her maternity power and depositing it into jacob to try to deceive the deceivers <laughs> and all the deception that's already going on. Is Isaac blind? Yeah, so he's he's quite old at this point. It started with his uh, eyes were dim, so he could not see. Yeah. Okay, that makes he sense. He was old. He's blind. Uh, he's not maybe well. Yeah, he might be blind, blind, or at least like it's really hardly enough there to be able to tell. Probably got cataracts. Sure, cataracts. Um, but like, you know. Jacob, Jacob is afraid of this. His mom wants him to do this. Like, Jacob is the deceiver. We've already seen that. But, like, this one almost seems like maybe it's even a little too far for him. Because what's his response? Like, what if he finds out? <laughs> what if I get cursed instead of blessed? And mom is just like, let your curse be on me, my son. Which, can you do that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's how curses work. I don't know how blessings and curses work, but like, mom, mom doesn't have time for this, so she just maybe throws out. I yeah, mean, no, was, I'll take that. Don't at worry. This point, was she hungry too? I mean, that's that's one of my questions here. She's about to make the the stew, so. Well, I mean, but two whole goats, like that's a lot of meat. Maybe that's got something to say about dad. He fat. <laughs> Now in my head, Dad is like from the Muppets, the the uh, ghost of Christmas 
present. <laughs> that giant puppet man. How much we have Okay, well, maybe, maybe he... Also, I think a little bit of it is bribery to be like, oh, get him happy, get him well-fed. That way his guard is down and he blesses you instead of your brother. And maybe, maybe Esau is just so hairy (laughs) that they need so much goat skin (laughs) 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 to make (laughs) Jacob really... <laughs> really hairy in him. Ah, it that's, continues. That's weird. That's so weird. So we've got deception on both sides mm-hmm. of just one inner family. So he went and took them and brought them to his mother, and his mother prepared delicious food, such as his father loved, which is the second or third time we've heard about how much dad loves food. So <laughs> Again, two goats. Yeah. <laughs> then Rebecca took the best garments of Esau, her older son, which were with her in the house, and put them on Jacob, her younger son. And the skins of the young goats she put on his hands and on the smooth part of his neck. And okay, she, so they are actually using yeah, that fur to pass mm, him off as the furry Esau. He, he just looks like a sheep. If Dad could see it, it'd just be a sheep in front of him. <laughs> and she like, put the... Just picturing that in my head is just like... The whole wolves and sheep clothing, but like he's also wearing. Oh, like, I wonder if this is where we originally get that like idea. I don't know, but I'm thinking of like royal, like you know, think of like the princes wear over in the UK, like wearing those things, but then having giant skins of like leather and fur coming down the arms and like on their head. It's just it's a weird picture in my head. Yeah, well, you know, it's an elaborate picture at this point. He's wearing his brother's clothes. He's got all this goat skin on. And he's uh, walks in the room going, bang. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't do that. <laughs> but this is a real testament just to how hairy Esau must have been. And how quick mom's working. All right, your brother went out to shoot a deer really quick. Come here. Give me two goats. <laughs> well, like, Whoa, it's, Mom, let's settle down. <laughs> well, no, it's probably going to take at least like a day or two because hunting trips are usually like three to five days back then. So like it only would have taken a while. I mean, even now, hunting trips are still several yeah. days. So yeah. well, whatever. it's likely they thought they had a couple days to work on this. Maybe. Yeah, it doesn't, I don't think it gives us a time frame. But it does tell us that he moved like dad's confused as to how this happened so quick so it is moving quicker than we expected we'll see that in a moment um uh where did we leave off yeah the skin of the goat she put it on his hands on a smooth part of his neck delicious food and the bread which she prepared into the hand of her son jacob so he went to his father and said my father <laughs> and he said here i am who are you my son Jacob said to his father, I'm Esau, your firstborn? <laughs> I'm sorry. I love that he elaborates right there. <laughs> like, who announces? Who would, it sounds to me, and maybe Listen, I'm wrong. <laughs> Isaac is really old. There's maybe a little hints yeah, of onset dementia okay, here. Okay, maybe. Who just, are you, my son? But what if he's also, like, this wasn't his plan. Like, he is nervous. What if he gets cursed and says, so what if he's like, it's me, father, Esau. 
your firstborn. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. Um, I am Esau, your firstborn. I've done as you told me. Now sit up and eat of more game that your soul may bless me. But Isaac said to his son, How is it that you found it so quickly, my son? He answered, Because the Lord your God granted me success. Uh, what sin is that? That would be taking the Lord's name in vain. That's right. We talked about that before. Ding, 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 ding. Usually we think of it as saying like, Oh my God, or something, which it can be a form of that. But like this is classic taking God's name in vain. Lying about something, bringing God into it. Deceiving someone, bringing God into it. Assigning God where he didn't belong, things like that. And that's exactly what he does right there. So Jacob, our spiritual hero, oh God of Jacob, <laughs> is the guy who's like, I guess it was God <laughs> who got me the, the goats, you know, so... Uh, it doesn't speak well to his character right here. Uh, then Isaac said to Jacob, Please, come near, that I may fear you, my son, to know whether you are really my son Esau or not. So Jacob went near to Isaac, his father, who felt him and said, The voice is Jacob's voice, but the hands are the hands of Esau. He did not recognize him because his hands were hairy, like his brother Esau's hands. So he blessed him. He said, Are you really my son Esau? Just to be clear, I'm pretty sure he knows this. It's not Esau at this point, yes. Huh, this doesn't really feel like my hairy son. This feels like the skin of a goat. It sounds, well, like, sounds like Jacob. Hmm. It sounds exactly like my other boy, but that can't be right. He smells like game. Because there's fresh game all over his body. Uh, yeah. It's, it's very clear. Like He keeps bringing it up like, Are you sure you are who you think you are? <laughs> uh, are you really my son Esau? He answered, I am. Then he said, Bring it near to me, that I may eat of my son's game and bless you. As though this is like a, maybe another test, like, I know my son's cooking when I taste it. You know. <laughs> Do you? So he brought it near to him, and he ate, and he brought him wine, and he drank. Then Father Isaac said to him, Come near and kiss me, my son. Sounds weird when I say it like that. So he came near and kissed him. And Isaac smelled the smell of his garments and blessed him and said, See, the smell of my son is as the smell of a field that the Lord has blessed. May God give you the dew of heaven and of the fatness of the earth and the plenty of grain and wine. Let people serve you and nations bow down to you. Be Lord over your brothers. That and may your mother's sons bow down to you. Cursed be everyone who curses you, and blessed be everyone who blesses you. Then that blessing, uh, is actually there's some echoes here of the original prophetic word spoken over Jacob, is that his brother would serve the older and that there be two nations. And so 
Weirdly and ironically enough, Jacob right here is establishing the prophetic word that was told to, sorry, Isaac is establishing the same prophetic word that was told to him when he was going to have these kids. And like, he's actually like, he thinks he's continuing on the, the legacy. Yeah, but he almost thinks like he's trying to usurp the original prophetic word. Like, I, I'm putting this on Esau. The prophetic word was that Jacob would be the one. And little does he know, or maybe he knows a lot. I'm really not sure at this point. <laughs> little does he know, he's actually, like, showing God's, like, exactly what God said would happen, you know? Mm-hmm. Look at how much God, how smart God is about all of the future. Like, nah, yeah, I saw this one coming. <laughs> uh, well, that's just, it's, I don't know. The weird thing is, it's like... Could it sometimes be when we try to deceive? It's part of God's plan? So, yeah. So we get into this question with stories like this, right? Because we knew that Jacob was going to be the one that God chose. So moral questions now on the table. (laughs) Which, let's pursue that a little bit further here. So, can you think of any ways today where someone being very... Almost immorally clever is celebrated. Yeah. Go on. Most all companies <laughs> or business transactions. Yeah. You got any specific examples? I mean, I get it, but. Uh, slave shops in China and yeah. or, you know. How is that celebrated exactly? Like well, the prices are celebrated. Well, it's the company is celebrated. For even though, like, for low prices or for bringing, you know, affluence mm. to what would be America, America, but yet they they're exploiting the workforce in other countries, and that's the company is celebrated because it makes the stockholders money, and right. so they're celebrated by the stockholders and those that normally, for economic indicators, think that's fantastic. You know, if you look at even one of the ways to kind of look at this is the show Shark Tank. Whereas in the guys that are typically trying to invest into other companies are like, mm-hmm. why haven't you moved your production overseas? It's so much cheaper overseas. You should just move your production over there and you can cut your costs in half. So. Yeah. What about you? You got any examples? Um. I was going to say politics, but no one wants to go there. Well, go go ahead, though. Give, like, an example. How does politics get celebrated, but is following, like, an immoral kind of... Well, often, like, people get voted in based on the lies that they're telling. And then people still celebrate them, even though they don't deliver on their promises. Yeah. Well, even that with politics as well... You know, they get voted back in if they're able to bring pork from the federal government to their small section of the pie and can bring more money into the state from what they do in the federal level. You went with pork instead of goat? Come on, man. Pork is actually what it's called. (laughs) Well, here's another example, too, because I've been recently watching Liar Liar, Jim Carrey, right? So that's why all that those memes. That explains the memes. Yeah, <laughs> it's so sending does. a lot of gifts of Jim Carrey lately. 
I watched it twice in like two weeks. Okay, so like in Liar Liar, Jim Carrey's character is celebrated for being a legal. What's the word I'm looking for? Scumbag. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so he can he can shrewdly lie his way manipulate. and make his case, manipulate, get his case to win, and legally be correct in a court setting. So, like, the example set forth in Liar Liar. Have you seen this movie? No. Okay, so Jim Carrey... I won't get into the whole movie because we're already going so long. But, basically, Jim Carrey, like, he's trying to win this case, but he's not allowed to lie because his son made a birthday wish, and it's... Magical forces of magical wish. forces have <laughs> have made him unable to lie, and he always lies and always wins cases. So he's kind of like celebrated for that. But in this particular case, since he can't lie, he has to find a way to win legally, which he eventually pulls off. These two are getting divorced. She wants to keep millions of dollars from her husband, but her husband has it written down in like their prenup that that wouldn't happen if she cheated, which she did cheat. And he eventually gets around it because he discovers that she was too young when she got married, and therefore... The agreement was not legally binding in the prenup. Yeah, and therefore she gets millions of dollars, and then at that point decides, like, now I'm going to sue to, like, keep my children as well, and she doesn't care about her children, she just wants them to make money off of them. The child support payments. Yes, at which point Jim Carrey is just like, wait... What you you can't do that, and because he loves his own son, and he's he's just like, uh, no, you can't treat your kids like that, and so he's hit with this like, I created this situation through my, I was legally correct, but I did it for the immoral gains of trying to get millions of dollars that she didn't need, because she already was given like three million, she wanted more, you know. So like, mm-hmm. needless to say, he did it legally, he did it shrewdly, he did it contractually rightly but it was still wrong (laughs) right in the end and then Jim Carrey realizes that and starts freaking out of the judge like no you can't do this you know so spoiler alert if you're like 30 years behind but that story right there I'm not even 30 years old so (laughs) that that story right there I think is a good example of like his law firm celebrated him Mm -hmm. right like he's the top like, he made partner just by cracking that case. Um, and I think that's similar to Jacob's story. Jacob has, in, in Jacob's time, this kind of shrewdness was celebrated. Like, oh, bro, can't believe you did that. You tricked your dad into doing that. You did it legally. Your dad, your dad put his hands on you and blessed you. And you took it the right. You tricked your brother into lentil stew. Well, you did it illegally, you know, like like for them to be like, no way, I can't believe you pulled that off. That was how people celebrated that kind of like shrewdness back then. Mm-hmm. Which all the examples we just gave was to prove we still do that today, right? So all the way back to Casey's question, is God using his immorality here for whatever God wants to do? I think it's actually to establish a bigger point. As Jacob's story goes on, his life gets super messed up. Why? (laughs) Because of all of his deception, uh, 
Esau is going to come up again throughout his life. In fact, this story ends with Esau wanting to kill his brother. You know, like he's he now has to run away to where he's going to meet his uncle Laban, who is going to do what? Trick him. <laughs> his uncle Jacob's going to work really, really hard to marry his uncle's daughter because again, we keep it in the family in these yeah. strange Bible passages. And Don would be proud. <laughs> he's no. No, Esau, Esau. Oh my gosh, my characters. Jacob <laughs> and his uncle, like his uncle's going to basically push off his other daughter on Jacob on the wedding night in the dark while he's drunk. He's going to wake up and find out he married the wrong girl. <laughs> but legally, contractually, <laughs> now his uncle's going to be like, well, you can work for me for a few more years and I'll let you also marry my other daughter, the one you meant to marry. You see what's happening there? Yeah. The deceiver is getting deceived. The trickster is getting tricked. Like he's getting his just desserts, if you will. And that's going to continue throughout like the story. Jacob's life is not going to be picture perfect for the coming and I think the Bible is doing that intentionally to choose someone who your culture celebrates this immorality. The Bible's telling you another story. Like, I'm gonna use the people who are messed up, but like I'm also going to draw attention to their faults and not celebrate what they did. So that was ultimately where I was gonna go. You know, there's more in this passage we could read. Basically, when Esau gets back, he freaks out, wants to kill his brother, and his brother has to run away. And then Esau doesn't get the blessing because his dad gave it all away to one person instead of splitting it up. So, all that being said, there's more to say on the story of Jacob and Esau, in which we will continue in future episodes. But for now, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe down below. And hit the link to join us in the Discord if you'd like to continue these conversations further. And we'll catch you there.